0: We hit the bank and then we took out all these fucking ones. Yeah, I'm the catch one. No, I'm not the one, but I'm a fucking turn up until I see the morning sun. So that tiger bomb got the henny up. Blow the bitch just like
1: I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch because 'cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's another mess. Come get Okay, sorry I muted the mics Okay I, thought we, I thought we lost the But I, I just had a black screen because of my <laughs> The video was over <laughs> My bad Oh, that freaked me out I was like, oh no, we lost it What happened? <laughs> Hi everybody, hello uh, Yes, we are here <laughs> Conman Podcast is
0: in The motherfucking house. Yeah. You like watching people get fucked for free? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Yes. It is a Wednesday afternoon. We are live on Rumble because fuck YouTube forever. Yes. Unless it's it gets bought by. Uh, it's not
0: getting bought by anyone. It's just gonna you. be. It's just gonna be bought by assholes.
1: I wonder with YouTube, with the whole thing where they keep banning every RFK Jr. video, if it's the if it's something's gonna eventually happen. Something has to happen. They need to quit playing with my the gay part of my brain. Why by giving you uh, hot RFK Jr. No pictures? shirt? Goddamn! It looks like, amazing.
0: Like don't, don't, don't do that.
1: Yeah, you must. You said you saw your uncle's dead ghost. <laughs> Weirdo. Now he's gonna do every interview. They're gonna be like, "Hey, RFK, pop that shirt off."
0: Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. He's gonna start wearing like skin tight shirts. Yeah, like everyone start dressing like the Hardy Boys in the early 2000s. <laughs> that would be amazing. He's getting a vote just for that. Yeah, that's. I wonder how many, how many people didn't get that reference. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, they they probably don't listen to this podcast because this is, that, that's our type of shit. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but but RFK Jr. pops his shirt off. He dude is fucking ripped. I'll send any pictures to my he's wife. He's 69. He's 60. Oh. Or is he 70? I don't know. He's that old? Yeah, he's old as fuck, dude. 69? No way he's 69. N-W- Let me see. I, I want to look this up now. RFK Jr. age. Because I don't believe he is 69. He was born in 1954. What, yeah. does, that, what does that mean? My mom's 55. Okay.
0: So she's 60. I don't know. I should know this. I should know how. I should know how old my mother is. Late sixties. He's. Yeah, I think he's in his late sixties. He looks great. He's gonna live to hundred. He, he might be to seventy.
1: Whoa! You like watching people get fucked for free?
0: <laughs> you like that? My Jeff Munson. Yes. <laughs> clip.
1: I just love the. If you're
0: like an MMA nerd, if you if what was it Uh if you guys watch uh, one of my favorite uh, YouTube, uh, channels, a uh, guy named Napoleon Blown Apart. <laughs> <laughs> he just does. He just does uh, MMA. He does like these long videos about certain MMA things. Like he'll do the history of Pride. He'll do like the history of like the Ultimate Fighter and stuff. But it's just, it's just beautiful. It's just very smartly edited. It's very funny. Yeah. Good music. It's it's fucking great. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There's, I don't even know the fucking guy, but mm-hmm. Napoleon Blown Apart. That's a good name. The, it's the, so good.
1: On YouTube is fucking. Great!
0: You like watching people get fucked for free?
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone, welcome in. We, we we're starting to get people into the live chat on Rumble, and, and if you're listening to the audio version of it, and uh, and, and you want to come in and hang out on Rumble, um, we usually go on around Tuesday, Wednesdays. Today's Wednesday, of course, so you'll you'll get early access to not, to not the video. In Indonesia. Oh not, Oh yeah, that's it's true. It's
0: already Thursday, bruh. Oh, they're living in the future, man. <laughs> they are living in the fucking future.
1: Yeah, and I know AK man. Guns uh, is is in the is in the chat. So what's going AK on, AK Guns?
0: What's yeah. up, AK Guns? Yeah, I like AK Guns. He likes my shit on Instagram. Yeah,
1: yeah, he he's a good follow. He he sends me videos, so I'll I get like there there there's a good amount of people that show send me reels. So like there's certain people I will watch them. And he's one of them. Like he, he's the one who sent all the the the, the triangle jets. Where I forgot what, what what they were called. The ones they're they're calling UFOs. Yeah. T T R something T R three nines or whatever. I, I can't remember.
0: T R three nine. That's the that's the anabolic steroid that uh, RFK Junior is on.
1: Oh shit! I mean, he has to be on steroids. Like, there's no way you can't look like that in your seventies without being on steroids. Um. Yeah. Yeah, like he's bu- he's not much. only in good shape; he's
0: buff too. I mean, I'm fine with him being on steroids. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I think all presidential candidates should be on steroids.
1: I think all baseball players should be on steroids. So do I. Yeah, it, it was the best era of baseball. Yeah, it, it was a like every year a new a new record was being broken. It was insane.
0: Yeah, that's 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 why you pay these people millions of dollars. You don't pay them millions of dollars because they're just like you.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger has been on steroids did we talk about this on the show already but Arnold Schwarzenegger has been on on fucking steroids for the last 50 years and he looks great
0: remember when he was trying to say that he's a vegetarian yeah it's like you're not a vegetarian who got to you
1: you know who you know who was uh vegetarians the branch davidians and that's what we are talking about today we are talking about david koresh Mm -hmm. we're talking about the waco the branch
0: davidians were vegetarians yes Really?
1: Oh yeah, they, I mean, I don't even know what the f- that means. That's the most retarded sh- I've ever heard. <laughs> mentally, that's f- mentally retarded as far as I'm concerned.
0: <laughs> what is that? That's 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 young Nate Diaz on when he was on the season five of the Ultimate Fighter. Yes,
1: I love that was just du-
0: played on Spike TV.
1: I'm telling you right now, Adam is the best podcast producer in Texas right now. Like, easily. You you can listen to all these other shows. He had I mean he's on the live switcher right now. He has he puts new sound new new things on the soundboard every week. I don't know how he does it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm fucking editing a a new Patreon episode right now. Yeah. I'm fucking I'm do, I'm doing a million goddamn things. Yeah. Like he's so busy. Everything beyond this like see this frame that you see me in, it looks nice, right? We have yeah. pictures and it's I'm well lit, you know. But Beautiful. everything outside of that is fucking chaos. It's on fire.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't okay. don't don't look over there or over there. Don't look don't
0: look anywhere mm-hmm. over there. Every, like everything outside here is just chaos. Like, yeah, it looks
1: so, like Skeleton Factory is fucking scary in real life. It's basically um, Mount Carmel after the ATF showed up.
0: Yeah, it looks like the L.A. riots. <laughs>
1: it looks like the L.A.
0: riots. There's, there's black people just out of frame. Fucking. <laughs> Beating up truck drivers.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we I mean, I've been I, we've been teasing this episode. i don't I don't know who brought this up. They're like, how we how have you guys never done a Waco episode? because I feel like we talk about the whole the whole Waco siege. We've been talking about it probably since episode one. and this is a story that is uh, that i that is clear uh, kind of close to my heart. I would say close to my heart. I say it's just something I'm I'm obsessed with. Because mm-hmm. I mean as an as an American.
0: As a Texan.
1: As a Texan. You
0: have as a Texan, you have the JF you have JFK assassination. Yes. And you have the Siege at Waco. Yes. What a
1: what do Californians have? Nothing.
0: Well they have um
1: they have Jonestown. Jonestown before they went to Guyana, it was
0: I used to pass by the um the what was it the people's the people's temple the people's church the but jim jones's church was on folsom street and not i'm sorry not folsom it was on fillmore mm-hmm. and which is which was at the time like a predominantly black area of san francisco i used to you know that was during my commute when i would go up to uh you know out to the panhandle where, I, where the barbershop i worked at yeah. Uh, yeah, like one of my one of my homies who was like born in San Francisco, he's like, Oh yeah, dude, he's like, that's fucking that's fucking uh that's fucking Jim Jones's church right there. I'm like, oh Whoa. shit, that's the building? And he's like, Yeah, dude. Oh, go that. there. but yet they fucking knocked down Anton LeVay's house.
1: But but left up Jim Jones. They're like this. They is- left
0: the Jim Jones building.
1: Oh man
0: Anton LeVay didn't fucking kill anybody.
1: Yeah, nine hundred people died at uh in Jonestown in Guyana. Yeah. And it, it it's fucked up. You remember the, the whole the whole image of of the when they whenever they went down to Jim uh to Jimstown? That,
0: that like that like overhead looks like a helicopter shot of just all the dead bodies. Yeah, that that one? That's a fucked up it is, image. It's, it's a fucked up image. And yeah, you know what? Do be, do better, San Francisco. Okay? <laughs> Why are you gay?
1: <laughs> Why are you gay? I'm giggly today. That that one makes that one gets me every time. <laughs> I was just listening to, I was listening back to our episode last week, and you did it. You, you popped that up, that, that sound clip, and I started fucking cracking up in the car.
0: But and be respectful. You know, we're, it's, we're in the time of, of, of pride celebration. Yeah. And it's San Francisco.
1: We got about two more days of, of, of this. Thing. And you, sir, are you waiting to
0: receive
1: my limp penis? Yes. <laughs> it's the greatest video ever made. Yeah,
0: yeah, yep. dude. I, I, you know, I think um, it's like turning down statues, which San Francisco knows a lot about. I think anytime some horrible fucking thing happens, that mm-hmm. place should just be, yes, turned into a monument.
1: Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you just forget. Yeah, like the. the Do you want to forget the, <laughs> the Jim Jones thing is so fucked up. I remember listening to a podcast talking about the Jim Jones um, uh, massacre, basically. And you can hear like all the kids, like there's audio of them yeah. taking it and there there's like people that were like, no, I don't want, I, I, they're, they're like kind of like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, people
0: were told at gunpoint to fucking drink the poison. Yeah. And they then were they're made to a lot of
1: them. They're hooking them, them up to IVs, like the, the, the younger children. So they it was they're, like
0: the, to put the, but the poison in them. Yeah. Really?
1: Oh yeah. It's fucked up. We might do an episode on that in the future. That's terrible. Maybe we should do that like in a few weeks Okay, because Jim Jones, that's, that's a fucked up one.
0: Yeah, that is yeah, that's that's rough, bro. I
1: don't know how much conspiracy is into that, but it's this show isn't only about conspiracies. We talk about cults, we talk about uh, just like secret societies, all that type of stuff. It's all that's all in the purview of the of, of the podcast, of con man podcast, but
0: Yeah, but give our give the mission statements to the uninitiated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so so do, yeah. Do
0: you like conspiracy theories? Do you like do you like pro wrestling?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, pro wrestling. I forgot do, about
0: that. Do you like the era of steroided MMA?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, do,
0: you, do you like horror movies? Do you like fucked up movies that you're not allowed to talk about?
1: You like E Fucked?
0: Do you like why? Do you go to E Fucked.com and look up <laughs> the video Maximum Capacity? <laughs> Which I don't recommend. Don't go to E Fucked.com and look up a video called. Maximum
1: <laughs> capacity. Yeah. Don't do that.
0: You're the fucking reason this country's going down the drain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a con men podcast. I am your host, Sean, and, and alongside me is always Adam Hester. What's going on, buddy? Hello. Hello, yeah. Sean. It's good to see you, buddy. It's good to see you. I'm, I'm super pumped about this episode because it is a wild one. And, it, and we're, we're, we're going to do a two part series. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna be able to do three. I think we're gonna do we're gonna be able to do this in two episodes, about David Koresh, the Branch Davidians, and uh, the murder of of them by the FBI at the during the Waco siege in 1993. So that's that's motherfucking do this. Yeah, like
0: isn't it the same year as Jurassic Park?
1: Yeah, I think
0: so. Yeah, that was a, that was a formative Nine, year in my fucking life. Ninety three was amazing.
1: It took forever for Jurassic Park to come out. I remember like wanting to buy it on video. Mm-hmm. It took them like a year to put it out.
0: That's just how shit was back then. You, know, you, you had to f- fucking wait.
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh, when, is, when is Jurassic Park coming out? I want to watch it every day. And then it it took forever. I was pissed. <laughs> it finally came out. I was like, went to Walmart, so pumped up. And then I watched I did. I watched it every day. It's one of my favorite movies ever, is Jurassic Park. I was mm-hmm. obsessed. And it was during the time when I was old enough for... I was just everything was dinosaurs. I just drew dinosaurs all day. Yeah. With with big dicks. And and swastikas on its side. Yes, sir. It was a Nazi Tyrannosaurus Rex. And it fucked everyone up. Dude, a
0: Nazi Tyrannosaurus Rex. That sounds mm-hmm. that sounds kind of sick. <laughs> um Let me see what else happened. Um that's when uh ninety three is when the uh the original World Trade Summer uh, bombing took place. Oh, Same that,
1: that's another episode. There's a lot of stuff with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want We we can do the original, um, World Trade Center bombing. That that would be a fun episode. Yeah, why not? They bleep that out of the Biggie song. What? When he's like about to blow up like the World Trade, they they bleep that. If you listen to it on the radio, fucking pussies.
0: Yeah, yeah, know. Yeah, that they, they need to go fuck off. There, there was there's a rap group from Oakland california called the coup mm-hmm. and they actually had an album come out on september of 2001 and mm-hmm. you know what the front cover was what it was oh, the coup is two is two people it's, it's um was it boots riley and what was the chick's name i don't remember but they're basically standing in front of the world trade center on fire what and it came out in like july uh-huh like i think it was initially came out in july but yeah no yeah uh
1: yeah the blueprint um, by Jay Z came out in on September 11th, 2001. Mm-hmm. I was I was a big Jay Z fan growing up. Yeah. And I remember when that came out, it was because was, CDs and albums used to come out on Tuesdays. September 11th. 2001. CDs used
0: to come out on Tuesdays?
1: Yeah. Why do you know that? I don't know. I, I remember. Who might have even asked that of somebody? Why, why do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Who told you? What do you know? But, and, like, the, all the stuff with Jay-Z, he's, like, involved with the Illuminati, which is... Mm-hmm.
0: Also, 93 is the year that um, uh, Bill Clinton was sworn into office.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and, and the Waco siege has a lot of stuff with, with the Clintons. Also, Oklahoma City bombing did. I think there was, like, what is it? Like, the Whitewater Papers were in the Murrah Building when it got blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, we, We've uh, already done Oklahoma
0: City but also the Unforgiven, uh, one best picture. What ninety three? What one best picture? The Unforgiven. Oh, okay. Clint Eastwood film. Gene Hackman. Oh,
1: nice. And
0: uh, Morgan Freeman. It's a good year. It, it, it was. Yeah, I spent all of uh, well most of twenty twenty where they shot the Unforgiven. There, was, uh, you, know, it, who, you a, know who lives near there? Who? Clint Eastwood. Oh. I love Clint I Eastwood. Did, I, did, I did the most American shit you could possibly do during yeah. 2020. Yeah. I don't know what you all were doing. Clint Masks, Eastwood. vaccinations, yeah, social distancing. No, I was out fishing near with with, with my homeboy uh, Clint Eastwood.
1: Oh, that'd be cool.
0: We're friends. He's trying to get me to go golfing, and I told him like, I'm, I don't know, I'm not old enough to it, start golfing, bro.
1: Is Clint Eastwood still yelling at that that chair? Remember the whole thing where he at this was,
0: point he's just yelling at clouds. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he has a whole movie where he says the best racial slurs. Oh, I remember when he yelled at the.
0: Uh, <laughs> I remember when he yelled at the chair. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Grand like, Torino should be a Netflix show.
1: <laughs> it's so good. It would be great. I ruined that movie for my brother. He was. I was like, you should watch Grand Torino. It sucks. He dies at the end. He's like, what? I was like, oh shit, I didn't mean to do that, but <laughs> it yep. like slipped out. But he.
0: Anyone that's listening to this, it's fine. If he watched it, then it doesn't even matter. He was like, "Oh, it was still really good."
1: Yeah, it was really good. He he used all the the racial terms for black people, Asians. He, my he type used, of content. Used, he
0: used ones that like people don't really use all that often.
1: He said "zipperhead." I think he called one of the guys "zipperhead." He said "spook." Spook. Yeah. He pulls up in his truck. He's like, "What the hell are you spooks doing?" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, dude, that's incredible stuff by Clint Eastwood." He brought it back. Yeah, (laughs) you're the fucking reason this country's
0: going down the drain.
1: It's not Clint Eastwood. He's he's definitely perfect. Yeah. So this was so 1993, great year, except for the 51 days that um, Waco, Texas was under siege. So, uh, so actually, oh man, I got the year wrong. It's actually 1992 Mm. in May 1992. The FBI raided the, the Branch Davidians compound and had a 51-day siege, which resulted in the deaths of 75 people, including 25 children. And um, it keeps you not keeping track. That's a third. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of people. That is a third of the people are dead babies. And, and the so the the these this assault on the Branch Davidians is, is like one of the greatest. I would say great because it, there's never been a military occupation of the United States like this, where they're actively in a fucking gunfight. Mm -hmm. So they had, um, basically what happened was it was a snuff film for the, the world. Everyone was watching this. They were watching these people get murdered live on TV. Yes. Like this was like some shit you would see. Like, remember when we first invaded, uh, Afghanistan, how we were seeing like real life war shit like live on TV, And we were like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" But that yeah, was, that
0: was like kind of the last war we saw that. Like, I I watched Baghdad get attacked on TV with my parents.
1: Oh, I was pumped up! I was. And like, that, yeah. was, that
0: was the last time that really happened. A lot, dude, ninety two was wild. The nineties were wild. Ninety two was very, very, very wild. You know, it's
1: parachute pants.
0: Uh, parachute pants. It's uh. It's the year that fucking Mike Tyson went to prison Oh yeah uh, It's the year they caught Jeffrey Dahmer
1: How long was Tyson when How long was he in prison
0: for? Um, he was in there I don't know He was in there a couple of years He was in there Wasn't in there a really long time He was in there like what Four or five years Something
1: like that Do you, do you remember when he got out And his first fight Was a really big deal Oh, dude! And he was super shredded, and he had a tattoo of Mao on his fucking arm. I'm like, oh no!
0: This guy, is, whoever he's fighting, is fucked.
1: He had the greatest intro. I mean the the greatest um, like walkout I've ever seen in a boxing fight ever. Like he came out. He had he he's uh, he came out to like DMX, mm-hmm. the song. Um, I think it's called One Two. <laughs> it's like it's the intro to. Um, um, Oh, fuck! What was the one the uh, Devil's Dark and I don't remember the name of it, but it is so fucking epic. I almost <laughs> let me pull this up because it, it's it gets it's so cool when he comes out because it's my favorite it's my favorite boxing moment ever because you know what my favorite boxing
0: song is what's it's, that? It's fucking Roy Jones Jr. Fucking can't be touched.
1: I got oh here it oh. is.
0: Have you heard this? What is this? It's fucking. It's Roy Jones Jr., bro. Is that his uh, walkout music? It should be. Like every. Am I am I not connected to the fucking... Are
1: you connected to the? Are you plugged in? I'm plugged in. Uh, are uh, you? What about on the Wi-Fi? Give me two seconds. All right. Well, while I'll, you're bringing, I'll, I'll, I'll be plugged in in like two seconds. Oh, this this is all I'm talking about. Well. Well, I while you're figuring that out. Switch to my, uh, to me to number three. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is when he was rapping, right? Yeah. Every Roy Jones knockout compilation on
0: YouTube <laughs> is this song. Yeah. This, this this was this was like my hype shit. When I'd be I do on forgot. on like heavy lifting days.
1: I forgot that Roy Jones was a rapper at one point.
0: He was, and now he's a Russian citizen. He's a Russian citizen? Yeah. Him and <laughs> seems to go.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> this is great. Oh, but th- this is right here. This is when DMX comes out. So switch over here.
0: Both of both of these nuts in your mouth in about two seconds. Tyson, as he heads towards the same ring
1: he made his disgraceful exit in of cross- Just, this is just my favorite one well, of my he's, favorite he's, moments. Got,
0: he's got like the Muslim hat on. Yeah. He looks
1: like a character from Oz. Like, listen this, like, the fucking music, it gets, it just gets me pumped up. DMX was the man back then. And like,
0: X gonna give it to you. I've yeah, Mike Tyson. He could you imagine me the first person to fight Mike Tyson coming out of prison?
1: Imagine Fuck waiting because he always came out last. So imagine being in the fucking in the ring while he's walking out to this music right here. Like I would piss my pants. Will he
0: be able to intimidate? Look at the look at the dudes in the white suits walking him out. That's like that's the most '90s shit ever.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, is it, this is how I, this song right here pumps me. He looks out. like he's walking through our studio. <laughs> yeah. what if he came in here and just started Oh like my god, beating the shit out of us right now. Well, he would get shot immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like real calm now. He's just like a he's he's like a weed yeah. guy, and he's an awful podcaster. And um, oh
0: my god, his podcast is bad.
1: <laughs> he it, was good. It's so bad on RFK. Like he had RFK on there. There he was talking about how talking about what? Um, how um, the CIA killed his uh, uncle and also killed his dad. He was explaining how they killed his dad. Who RFK? Yeah, RFK was talking about how the, RFK uh, is
0: talking to Mike Tyson about how it's like scene? we know that they killed your dad and your your uncle. Yeah, you have All to right. explain that to Mike
1: Tyson. You can switch back over here. But yeah, that 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 is one of my favorite interests that, and, and I promise you we are gonna get to uh David Koresh and the uh, branch Davidians. Just, like just, like bro, just
0: listen to this motherfucking listen to this fucking intro. I mean it's just it's like it's
1: on my chip man. I got this shit. I like this. This sounds like some early two thousand shit. This is cardio day shit
0: right here. It's, oh yeah. It's just air bike. Yeah. be touched. Can be Can
1: You feel me? Yeah, he he gets um a couple a few years ago, he him and Mike Tyson were in the were in the rain together just for like a celebrity thing. What that
0: horrible fixed fight?
1: Oh man, he was getting fucking And the up. roof was he, like He was the eating roof those was like up. fucking 5 inches from their head. Yeah.
0: you remember that? That was terrible.
1: Yeah. So 1993, all this cool shit's going on. 92, 92. Sorry, um, assault on the Branch Davidians. This is the greatest assault on Americans by the the United States government. Like the greatest, was, the
0: most awesome. It was
1: the greatest.
0: It was hella cool.
1: Yeah, there's so much to the story that I feel like we had to break this one into like the two parts. So like they, we, this is going to be mostly about the Branch Davidians, uh, David Koresh, because no one really talks about. How interesting, uh, David Koresh is, and it's also it's, it has to be very nuanced because David Koresh was uh, statutorily raping women. He was into like teenage girls. He teenage was a, girls. He was a father to like what, like seventeen kids. Um, that
0: you know what? That's actually less than Nick Cannon.
1: Yeah, he wants he want hit. So what he wanted to do is. He wanted to father twenty-four kids. That was like his whole thing. And uh um about him being a messiah. Um but he he unfortunately for him, he wasn't able to um get to that number twenty four. He got to like sixteen, seventeen. <laughs> I like that you uh, we have an area where we could just throw the the beers on the ground. Yeah. But um so so before we get into David Koresh, I want to describe who the Branch Davidians are because they have a history of this. And trust me, this gets co- it, this gets re- the Branch Davidians are very interesting because I I don't know why it's not covered more. It's it's like the Wild West. There is a bunch of shit with um with messiahs, false messiahs, there's predictions of 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 apocalypse, all that fun shit. It's all in here. <laughs> yeah, um, so the Branch Davidians were uh, uh, apocalyptic cults. So, like, when when you hear about the when you hear about cults and you hear apocalyptic, you think they're going to kill themselves, but that wasn't the case with with these guys. They weren't they weren't suicidal. Like David Thibodeau, he wrote the book about uh, being in the compound. He was he was a Branch Davidian. I, I think David Koresh met him in um, in Austin. And he, he met him, and, like, he he stayed there, and he was just, like, they were, they were never suicidal. They had their beliefs, and they just believed in, like, this whole thing with David Kresh. He believed in the seven seals that he was able to decipher. The seven seals describes what happens in the apocalypse, which we'll get into later in the episode. Because it's really interesting. The seven seals are very interesting. It's an Igmar Berman uh, film called The Seventh Seal. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I think there there are seven seals. They are, um, they are translated differently for different people. But David Koresh claims that he translated them and he understands them. And he he was very well-spoken. He's a great cult leader. And he hated being called a cult uh, cult leader because that's not what he felt like he was. He felt like he was just kind of um, spreading the word of God. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He wasn't a guy that was 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 like into like people dying. He was just the thing about the Branch Davidians is they had like their their message wasn't bad. It was it was very positive. It was real about family and it was just about creating communities. The like Mount Carmel where they're at was was basically what it was. It was a lot of um. um Self sustainability. You had like when you during this whole uh, siege, they had their own water, they had their own food. Yeah, they it's had basically generators.
0: like uh, Owen Benjamin's house.
1: If Owen, Be- Owen Benjamin was able to do it, like he, you would he would dream about this compound that the Branch of Indians had. It was fucking, it was huge. There, it housed, um, it housed a lot of people. Um, it, yeah. They they had it figured out. They were completely off the grid. Good for them. Um, so this uh this, so this religion was a, was an offshoot of like the seventh-day Adventists. This religion specifically focused on the second coming of Jesus Christ. The branch of Indians were established by a Bulgarian immigrant named Victor Hotip He reformed the religion, but he was rejected by Adventist leaders, so he took his followers to Waco, Texas, where they built a, a community called Mount Carmel Center. His followers saw him as a prophet. They believed that he could reveal biblical secrets about the apocalypse and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Uh, the community grew to about uh, 90 people. Hotev claimed, claimed that he could not die. That was like his whole thing. The thing, the thing about the Branch Davidians is they have a lot of uh, messiahs and prophets.
0: Oh, so they they can't die. Mm-hmm. And there's, they have a bunch of people in it mm-hmm. who also say they can't die. Yeah. so I didn't know that. So he, I I mean, I could see David Koresh saying that. Yeah. But I didn't know there was other people who were Branch Davidians who were like, oh, I also can't die.
1: Yeah. This is before. These are the OGs of the Branch Davidians.
0: hmm did he have like apostles, that kind of thing?
1: He had followers. He had a lot of followers.
0: But did, did he have like a like an? I don't. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything like that. I'm sure I mean, he must have had some sort of inner circle oh, of oh, people of who they, were sort of elevated above above everyone else in some way.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not too familiar with his apostles, but he said he could not die. But just like Jonathan Frakes says, not this time. Mm-mm. Because he died of heart failure, like shortly after, <laughs> like he was in, like he 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 was running this uh, this religion, and um, he 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 claimed that he could not die, died of heart failure, which is uh, one of the leading causes of death for um, for Americans or really anywhere. It's not 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 gun violence, not Chicago, but um, his wife took over after he he had passed away. Flo, her name was Florence Hotef. And she took over for her husband. Hotef Florence? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they yell at the... They, they're the original Israelites. <laughs> the leadership was in shambles when he dies. But she's real interesting because... Uh, first off, she convinced the uh, people that the world was going to end... And, um on this day, which was April nineteenth, uh, nineteen fifty nine. So like she told she told all these people that the world's gonna end. Nine hundred people show up, but nothing happens. And that day, April twenty second, nineteen fifty nine, is very interesting because thirty three years later, uh David Koresh takes over the branch of Indians the and then the that April tw- April 19th or April 20th is when the Mount Carmel burnt down. 33 okay. years. Remember 33? That's a very, that's that pesky number again. Yeah. That is the 33rd level of Freemasons. That is when Jesus died. David Koresh died at the age of 33. Mm-hmm. Also, April 22nd, 1959... Three months later, what happens three months later after that? David Crash was born.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Well, you know who uh, uh, Scotty Pippen's number was 33? What the
1: fuck? Just got divorced and like his wife started a podcast with the. Oh, you know who. Stupid his, bitch! You know who his wife is messing around with right now? Michael Jordan's son.
0: Scotty Pippen's. Ex-wife is fucking around with Michael Jordan's son.
1: Yes. How do you know that? I don't know. That's, that's weird. That's <laughs> it fucked is up. It. I think he, I heard it on a like on a podcast commercial, like it was uh Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, and like they were like, We're we're talking about love, sex, and the complications of of being uh um uh, being how, Michael Jordan's uh, son. I wonder how old his ex-wife was. She was young. She looked, she's still hot.
0: Yeah, because Scottie Pippen she's, is pushing 60. He's in his late 50s.
1: His ex-wife is insanely hot.
0: Let me see. Scotty Pippen. I'm going to look up Scottie Pippen's ex-wife.
1: Okay. While well, you're looking that up, um, so because of this wrong prediction, well, wrong. I'm going to say in quotes because I believe she was 100% right. She was just 33 years wrong. This caused people to lose faith in her. She had the 900 people that showed up and they're just like, what the fuck? I thought we were going to die today. I just put all this money on my credit card. What the hell's <laughs> going on. The, so the Davidians ended up removing her from like leadership. They, they name a guy named um, Benjamin Rodden to be the new prophet. Rodden said, centered his teachings on the restored state of Israel this was supposed to be the establishment of Christ's return. So, um. So this this is uh so that was that was his whole philosophy. After Benjamin Rodden died in 1978, his wife, Louis Rodden, assumed leadership. So she's the new leader of this of the Branch Davidians in, in Waco, Texas. Her, her son, George Rodden, was supposed to be the next heir to this leadership, but he was Universally not respected by his members. So this guy, George Biden, is a wild story. And I feel like it should be talked about more. What you got something?
0: No, I was just looking up uh Scotty Piven's wife. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, she's too old to be fucking some I mean, I, I don't know how Michael else.
1: Jordan's kids aren't that young anymore. They're like in their they're 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 pushing thirties, so like they're
0: they're pushing thirties. So they're yeah. in their twenties. Yeah, I mean... Scotty Piven's wife is, like, in her 50s.
1: Is she? Okay. I mean, she looks great for she her She was age.
0: 23 when they got married in 1997. Ah, uh, okay. So, it's that bitch is old. Yeah. It's like, it's like what she, was she's it? She's getting
1: close to menopause.
0: Right. It's like Brooke Hogan's classmate in high school started fucking her mom.
1: Uh-huh. So... this Brother. Brother. Um, so, a young, charismatic man named Vernon Howell, or what we know him now today as David Koresh, forged a sexual relationship with 60-year-old Louis Rodden, who is the the wife of of um, Benjamin Rodden. After, so, she's a widow. He's having sex with her because Vernon Howell, or David Koresh, was a very... Sexual man He liked to fuck Yes uh, Absolutely I mean like when uh, We're gonna get a little bit Into his um, His His upbringing But I wanna get into this whole um, Basically Prophet First prophet uh, Situation It was like a messiah off George Rodden Versus um, David Koresh They had A rivalry They fucking Hated each other
0: and w- he wasn't a Davidian, was he? Yeah.
1: yeah. George Rodden was a Did he French. Off? Davidian. Yeah, that's so uh George Rodden is Lewis Rodden's son. And he's supposed he's supposed to be the guy that takes over um as when when she dies. Yeah, but since they don't die, I yeah. guess he's never taken over. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they die all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about saying that you're you you'll never die is uh it's not true.
1: Yeah, so George Rodden hates his new stepdad. And they're basically like the same age. And like, the thing about... That's rough. Yeah, that is rough. And he's like, I'm going to be your fucking stepdad. That's right. I'm going to oh, run them shut up,
0: silly woman.
1: <laughs> Koresh justifies their relationship by claiming that God had chosen him to be to father a child uh, with Lewis Rodden. Who it and he said this child would be the chosen one. So I don't I don't think they ever had a oh, kid together. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> George uh, hated Krish I, I think she was too old to have a kid. I think that was the whole thing. But
0: okay, okay.
1: But he he ends up like getting married to like a like a, I mean early in his age he he impregnated when he was nineteen. He impregnated like a like a fourteen year old girl. Mm-hmm. And then when he went to when he when he started running the um the branch of Indians he 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 got married to like another twelve year old or fourteen year old
0: fourteen year old and he was what
1: he was in his when he was there he I mean probably like in his mid twenties okay wow so, so George hated Gresh obviously because he was he was banging his mom yeah uh. George. Bye. Go home to mommy. <laughs>
0: Go home to mommy.
1: George filed a a lawsuit in federal court alleging that Koresh had raped his mom and brainwashed her. <laughs> so that, that's how it starts.
0: That's a hell of a court case.
1: Yeah. How can you prove brainwashing?
0: You brainwashed my mom.
1: Yeah. And then you raped her.
0: Yeah. You brainwashed and raped my mom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, around 1985, a fire destroyed part of um, part of the administration building in Waco, causing half a million dollars in damage. George blamed Koresh, but Koresh said, "Quote: No man set that fire." End quote. In that it was a judgment from God. George Ryan forced Koresh and his men to leave Mount Carmel at gunpoint. So what they eventually did is they. Moved out to Palestine, Texas, which is, uh, I think that's, like, northwest, no, northeast of Dallas. Okay. So, like, it is, I mean, that's where Adrian Peterson's from. That, like, the football player, one of the best running backs of all time.
0: I was going to say, that's Jordan Peterson's son.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Palestine, Texas, and, like, it's, I mean, I've never been out there. I have a friend that that lived out there. It seems fine. But uh, Rodden changed – so when they leave Mount Carmel, like he he basically tells them, they his people, they got to leave. Uh, Mount Carmel, George Rodden, he changes the name to Roddenville, which is – it's a wild name. Sick. Yeah, I like it. I kind of like him. Another thing about him is um, apparently he was – he had a meth lab at Mount Carmel.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: He's George's. Is, George's is a wild boy.
0: I mean, dude, meth is fun. Yeah, you know, we we joke about it nowadays, mm-hmm. but it's it's fun, dude. Yeah, we have, it's a great money maker. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. Yes, it's like having a it's like if you had a lemonade stand, but you're just using like Country Time lemonade.
1: Yeah, and then everyone just comes coming back for that lemonade, and it yeah, kills. As long as there's
0: a lot of ice in it, like mm-hmm. Country Time lemonade, lemonade's delicious. Yeah, but you know. Mm -hmm. That's meth
1: Yeah (laughs) That's a great commercial for it There you go Yeah It made it very wholesome And fine (laughs) So a month later They're they're in Palestine About a month Um, Koresh and his seven followers Stormed Roddenville So Koresh and his followers Show up Heavily armed Nice Army fatigues Wearing camouflage and they found Rodden crouched behind a tree, and they began shooting like they had a fucking gunfight with these guys. They show up with like Uzis. They show up with fucking um, what else do they have? They had like five uh, two twenty three caliber rifles, a twenty two caliber rifle, and two 12 gauge shotguns. Mm-hmm. So they're they're in this seven minute long battle with. With uh George Roden and his guys versus Koresh and his guys, so Koresh just showed up with seven people. There was like there was like ninety people at 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 Mount Carmel at that point, but I don't think the whole fucking thing. I think he just had his like you were saying. Where's apostles. that reenactment? I know. You know this is this is like interesting. It's stuff. A great
0: money maker. The people over at uh uh Magnolia mm-hmm. in Waco. Was it chip and Joanna Gaines
1: hmm yeah
0: they should be they should be doing uh they should be doing reenactments of uh Davidians, French Davidians
1: uh, <laughs> they should do it every year in in Waco, Texas, yeah, it'll be fun the Battle of Mount Carmel
0: positively
1: yeah <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so they so um correctionist crew, or, or um they. They get arrested because uh, George uh, Rodden gets shot twice. Gets shot in like his hand and it's like his. I think he got shot in like in his chest, but it wasn't like lethal.
0: But those are those are two bad spots to get shot in your hand and your chest. Yeah, because <laughs> because if you get shot in your chest, you're just gonna put your hand over it. But if you're fucking, you get shot in the hand. You're like, ow oh, my hand. Ow oh, my chest. Ow. Oh. The- <laughs> Fuck.
1: God damn it.
0: He <laughs> It is our most modestly priced receptacle.
1: <laughs> God damn it! No, want that, that's the next thing that has to go on the soundboard. That's
0: we gotta put a Walters soap check. Yeah. Uh uh I'll write that down in the notes.
1: Yes. Uh Koresh and, and his crew, they um They get tried for like attempted murder, but there is a, they're found not guilty because of a mistrial. So, so like, all right, moving on. (laughs) Rivalry continues. Rodden challenges Koresh to what I like to call a messiah off because they're, they're, they're trying to battle like,
0: it's like battle bots. Yes. Except it's cult leaders
1: yeah they they need more people they they I mean they they're trying to figure out who's going to run Mount Carmel um like who's gonna be the new Messiah uh rodden challenges Koresh, uh saying that whoever could resurrect the dead was the 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 next true leader that was his whole thing
0: that's that's the challenge the challenge yeah. is whoever resurrects the dead wins
1: yeah Koresh agrees, he's like, Yeah, let's do that. He agrees. Yeah, he agrees. Like, oh I don't even know what the f that means. That's the most retarded sh- I've ever heard mentally. That's f- mentally retarded as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so Rodden, I mean Koresh agrees to do this Messiah off. Rodden exhumes this body from a local cemetery to resurrect the body of <laughs> Anna Hughes, who had died two decades earlier. He felt like he can bring this body back to life. A
0: twenty year old corpse. Yes. Alright.
1: So he has his he has his body in his house and he's trying to resurrect it by praying and doing all this stuff. So what does David Koresh do? Fucks her. Calls the sheriff's department and reports him and says, Hey, this guy is uh He's abusing some corpses oh, in dude, his that's house. Bri- that's fucking brilliant.
0: I love that. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what's up. You're yeah. like stupid. You're too stupid to be the leader. Yeah. <laughs> you Did you not see that I was fucking setting you up? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. It's like uh, police, there's a guy. He's digging up corpses. And I think he's fucking the corpses. Yeah. And uh, he's streaming it. Live,
1: you like watching people get fucked for free? <laughs> yeah. So he he um, so they're like, it's gonna be hard for you to prove that that he took this body out. So like, what they he like did, smell his dick? Yeah, smell <laughs> the dick. He brings so David Koresh. He brings this fucking skeleton and and like puts a pink like bow tie around it and like try to to present it as evidence.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: It was it was it it, it was wild.
0: In orange Christmas lights?
1: Yeah. <laughs> right there. Is it,
0: did it look something like this? I
1: think so. That's exactly what it is. Is this Th- what it looked like? That is the, the exact replica of of Anna, what was her name? I still Anna Hughes. Fuck.
0: I'm dead and I fuck <laughs> your honor.
1: Uh Yeah, so so 2 years later, after this whole thing happened, Rodden shot and killed because like he had to move. He so he so he <laughs> leaves Mount Carmel because he loses the whole battle.
0: Yeah, his reputation's um, not in good shape at this point.
1: Yeah, so he moves out. I think he lives like in Odessa or some shit like that. Ugh. I can't remember what town he's at. So he he moves in. He has a roommate and everything. But two years later, he ends up killing this roommate by putting a hatchet to its head and then shooting him. He claimed that um, uh, he claimed that that David Koresh sent him as a hitman, but um, so he so he killed him, and uh, he was found not guilty because of insanity, where he he was confined to this mental institution for the rest of his life. Wow! Not a lot of people know about this story. Yeah, and it, it's very interesting because there was an actual battle to get to, to be the leader.
0: Ugh. Oh my god. It's like the It's a dumb battle.
1: It is a dumb battle. Just
0: that's that's the battle you want to win.
1: Mhm. You rode a blading faggot. Yeah. They, they they were part of this whole this whole like cult, but like cult cult's like a it's it's kind of a it it's kind of a rough word to say because basically every religion starts off as a cult. It's just like there is really religion versus cult is just religion is just something that's that's more popular than a cult. It's like there's, there's I, I would there's, say the
0: difference between a religion and a cult is staying power. Yeah. Most cults burnt out well, they cri- burn out quickly.
1: Christianity was a cult in the beginning, it's and still, now it's, it's
0: still rolling strong. In yeah. 2023.
1: Yeah. It, it depends. Like it just depends how 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 sustainable you are. I mean, there's a lot of cults that happen. There's. We talked about the Jim Jones. It was the Heaven's Gate. There was Bikram Yoga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so now, we're, we're, I mean, we're we're starting our own uh, uh, s- small organization here. Yeah, right
1: conman uh, cult. If That's you, right. If you want to, if you want to send uh, whatever.
0: Yeah, and the the barrier to entry is very we low.
1: Basically, hate everyone.
0: And we're a bunch of assholes, and we don't lie, we don't care if everyone likes us, and we hate everyone who likes us,
1: and everyone's gay. and We hate yeah. you. Yeah, that, that that's basically our, um,
0: it's our that, credo. It's, yeah, it's painted on the wall. It's just out of camera. It's over here.
1: Yeah, we can't
0: see my hand.
1: Yeah, there, there. That's basically our prayer. It's kind of like, uh, um,
0: it's it, yeah. It's it's like our 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 Father. Uh, yeah,
1: our Father who art in heaven. Everyone's game. We yeah. hate you. And if you like <laughs> us, we hate you. That
0: was just done. We we hate everyone who likes us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was really going through a lot of Anal Cunt stuff. It's just, I, I think that's, just, the the titles to their songs are so hilarious. It's good.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, anytime you want to just bring up Anal Cunt, I mean, I, I, I have every Anal Cunt album on my iTunes <laughs> that I loaded in from a CD, I'll have you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're not dealing with fucking morons here.
1: <laughs> like, oh, what are you listening to? Um, uh, Anal Cunt. Oh, what, 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 what's that? Uh, It's it's called um, "Everyone's Gay." We hate them.
0: Yeah, there, there's a song called "You Converted to Judaism So a Guy Would Touch Your Dick."
1: (laughs) 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 I love those guys. (laughs) Amazing. The titles by themselves are great. Yeah, I mean it's it's
0: it's worth the price of admission.
1: Yes. So Mount Carmel new leader David Koresh, and I want to make sure I'm fair to David Koresh. This whole thing was, um, he was a kooky guy. He was, he was into younger women. That that is a fact. Well, I don't know it's a fact, and like I was just watching the. Um, I was just watching a uh, a YouTube documentary, up called um, "Shit." Let me let me look this up before I don't want to.
0: You know, there was an anal cunt song called "I Became a Counselor uh, So I Could Tell Rape Victims They Asked for It."
1: Yeah. Wait, let me. it, it is called. Oh my god, shoot! Because I, I I don't want to want to put out the wrong information. Because there's this great documentary about Waco, mm-hmm. where they talk about. They talk about everything with uh, um, just like all all the co- congressional hearings and let me see if I can find it. Oh, I can just put it right here. All right. So Waco, damn it, where is it? Oh, shut up, silly woman. There is, God damn it, where is it? Oh, the rules of engagement. That's the name of the documentary. So, on the rules of engagement, it shows like all the stuff with um, like what CS Gas does. They, they have like a bunch of interviews with like, not interviews. They have like C SPAN footage of what's going on in Congress at that time. They have interviews with like Chuck Schumer, who's still fucking, um, he, he's like a, I think right now he's a House minority leader. But this dude's been around for decades. They also have stuff with like Janet Reno, who's a fucking monster. Um But then they they talk about this like everyone that he that he statutorily raped died except for this one uh girl who was like talking about how she was being raped and whatever. Mm -hmm. And it gets to a part where you're just like fuck Bye. Go home to mommy. (laughs) Go home to mommy. But it it gets to this point where you're just like, fuck, man, I don't I don't I don't know if I make that conclusion where the girl was talking about how how david koresh harassed how he he raped her and like did all this stuff like like her story doesn't add up yeah yeah and they were trying to like saying like oh she's she's lying like it's not real oh, shut up silly woman and, and that's what they said they said that's shut up they said. they said shut up stupid woman <laughs> uh but um i know uh conspiracy guys covered this kind of stuff and and he w- he was mentioned this um i think his name's gordo they do, a, they do a great episode on 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 this uh, this this whole topic and what he was saying, which I totally agree on it, it' it's very similar to to the Iraq war where they had that what was it the 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 princess that was talking about all the babies being removed from uh, the incubators where she she lied about that so people in the media were like, oh no they're killing babies We got to go over there and we, we gotta just fucking destroy them. For killing babies mm. and this is what the documentary was kind of hinting at like oh these this guy the like everything was justified in waco because he was um he was a pedophile or he was fucking with with teenage girls so like and I, i'm not i'm i'm not defending anyone having sex with younger girls that that's fucking disgusting but we also have to be uh, skeptical, is what I'm trying to say. Like, oh, maybe, maybe she was lying. I hope she's not. But yeah. we we got to be fair. Be like, maybe he did. I'm on the side of I think he was fucking younger girls, and and the whole the Waco documentary was like a little uh, I don't know that, that 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 that's a tough that that that's a very hard opinion to. Like, just be like, oh, you fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: seems like an easy opinion. Yeah. It, people just be like, well, that's bullshit.
1: Yeah, it's bullshit. I don't trust that's that. That's what half
0: of this show is built on. Yeah. <laughs> don't. People would be like, this is the official story. I'm like, ah, it's f- stupid. No. You're a liar. <laughs> fucking, it's just, everything about your life is a psyop. Yeah. Piece of shit.
1: So, the thing about David Koresh, two things can be true at the same time. You can be a bad person. But also, it doesn't make it right for the FBI to go and unlawfully raid a compound with, with citizens that weren't bothering anybody and kill a bunch of them. Set it on fire.
0: Yeah, you can't just kill citizens.
1: Yeah, and you can't put... You, so they use these tanks, and we're going to cover this more in detail in next week's episode. They use these tanks to punch holes into the building. This is at the very end of it. So they punch these holes in the buildings, put CS gas in there, and, and, and CS gas is very, um, it's it, it's like a it, it's an incendiary device, so it catches on fire very easily, and it's, um, the CS gas stuff is really dark because it it will kill you before the fire hits you, and it's banned by the Geneva Convention. You can't even you can't use it in war, but for some reason, we can use it in the United States. But stay tuned next week when we can talk about it because it's there's some stuff that's really fucked up. In 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 my if, and if you if 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 you're kind of queasy with kids being murdered, maybe don't listen to that episode because it's it's fucking dark. It's really dark. Yeah, do Yeah. You, you like to watching it. people get fucked for free? <laughs> it, it's worse than that. Uh, so, Chris's upbringing. Kind of explains how he became who he was later in his life. He was raised by a single mother. She had Koresh when he was 14. I mean, when she was 14. His yeah. dad was 20, but he left his mother when he was born and started dating another teenager. That <laughs> was a piece nice. of Nice.
0: Can you imagine being 20? Think about it to when you were 20. Yeah. Like fucking a 14 year old. Oof. When no. I was 16? I think I was 16. Yeah, I think it was 16. and mm-hmm. a 13-year-old girlfriend. Oh, wow. But I thought she was 21 when I met her.
1: Oh, wow. So, like, it... She was highly overdeveloped. Yeah. All that McDonald's and, and hormones. Yeah. Big titties. Damn. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I, like,
0: just turned 16. She's like, I'm 13. I'm like, what? Like, the fuck nine. are you talking about? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to... You get out of here yeah. before I turn 17. Just, yeah, gonna, I don't just, the we older got to... I get, the worse this looks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna get statued in here, okay? Because once you turn 18, then that then that becomes uh, a, a legal issue. Right. So he didn't meet his father, David correct he didn't meet his father until he was seventeen. As a child, he was a loner, he had dyslexia, which put him in special education. His peers nicknamed him Mr. Retardo.
0: Domo Regato, Mr. Mr.
1: Retard. Remember that song? <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite song. That was from... a, wasn't that an animal
0: cunt song? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Koresh, he turns 19. <laughs> can I can I tell you an
0: animal cunt uh, album, uh, song title real quick? Of course. There's one called I sent a thank you card to the guy who raped you. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing at that?
1: That's a great name. <laughs> it's a great name. Okay.
0: This is, I was, just for the record, I just want to make sure everyone. Yeah. You laughed at that.
1: <laughs> I will laugh at that. <laughs> so, like I was saying, whenever he, there was a. It, it became cyclical. So, Koresh turns 19. He has an illegal sexual relationship with a 15 year old girl who was. Her dad was a priest. Mm and uh, he was a Seventh Ad- Adventist guy. He was probably mad. Oh, he was. He's probably furious. like, hey, I had dibs
0: on that ass.
1: Yeah. Well, they. So he kicks out uh, David Koresh and his mother. So like they had to um, basically find a new church to be involved with because fa- his family was very, his mother, his mother was very religious. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, but he was he was really into the Bible. So he was like I was saying, he was dyslexic. So people that are dyslexic, they the way they learn to read is they would just memorize uh, like passages. Like they'll read something, they'll just memorize it, but they don't really know what they just read. Mm-hmm. But he was able to memorize the whole New Testament, and he was able to decipher it. Like I mean, that's pretty incredible when you think about it. It's impressive,
0: mm-hmm. definitely. You know, you have to go to. A lot of church and just hear. Imagine just if you heard an audio book and you had to just memorize it. Yeah, like that's intense.
1: He but he was like, he liked to. um He would just. He was kind of a loner, so he would just like hang out in his room and he would just read this book all the time. He was like obsessed with the Revelations. Revelations a big part of being a Branch Davidian. Hmm. Um. So like that—that's where he got the seven seals. Um, but but this is before. So he so he gets kicked out. He a lot of things that that are not talked about. He he moved to like Hollywood because he wants to be a rock star. Sure. But that wasn't working out. But I mean, like, what years are we talking about here? These are like in the uh, like in the eighties, like yeah. early eighties. So he's trying
0: to move into like Motley Crue,
1: yeah, Guns N' Roses, L.A.,
0: yeah, to become a rock star.
1: Yeah, and he he eventually come he comes back to Texas, and this is this is when he changed his name to David Koresh. It was Vernon Howell changes it to David Koresh. That's a good change. But I mean, listen, go and listen. I invite any anyone that's listening to this right now, go and listen to David Koresh's music. It's not awful. I wouldn't say it's great, but it's not bad. I was actually hmm. listening to. it. I was like, it's it's it's, it's actually pretty good yeah like I, I could see this being played on um like on MTV back in the day okay yeah there there's a lot of them on there there's like she's Shawana him is on there and that, that's that's a that's a it's a pretty decent song
0: I see there's a song called darkness in the light mm-hmm okay. and there's uh, let's see there's one called waiting so high yeah is there a particular, um, is it, there's one called Madman in Waco? Or do any of these sound familiar to you? I've, I've you heard,
1: all, uh, like I put the whole playlist. Oh, wow. I yeah. was playing it, I was I was, just, I was writing this episode, and I was like.
0: They have a lot of clicks.
1: Oh, yeah. Because it's, this guy's a hero to a lot of people. Yeah. I'll, I'll, let, they me don't,
0: see, let me see if I can play a little David Crash.
1: Yeah. Let's see. And I'm going to tell you right now, the quality is not going to be good because he recorded it like basically in front of a tape player, it's it sounds bad.
0: Yeah, you played it on a Fisher Price uh, tape recorder.
1: Yeah, it, it it just there's echoes and there's a lot
0: of. Oh, so it just sounds like he recorded in a echoey room.
1: Yeah, it's it's just like it, you, if there was more production value in it, I I could see it doing well. Oh my god!
0: Sounds like the BMS science fiction movie. Okay. I'm telling you, it's not bad. It's like the soundtrack to like an 80s action film. Right? This is like a... Tra- this is like a training montage.
1: Dude, I like
0: this. or sort of like a police drama.
1: <laughs> yeah. His voice isn't bad either. It sounds like an 80s song.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't hate this. I don't hate it either. I like somebody kind of like put together like a, uh,
1: what was it? There you go. Yeah. And the guy, so if you watch the Waco um, movie, like, or it was like a TV show they did on, I think it was on AMC, it wasn't Netflix. Netflix eventually picked it up. Yeah. But the guy that plays him? Mm-hmm. Looks just like him. It even sounds just like him. You ever see a David Koresh interview, and then you watch the the TV show, uh, I think it's called Waco Siege. I don't remember the whole name of it. Yeah. But the guy that plays David Koresh is on fucking point. Yeah. Perfect. He has that more like South Texas, like Houston type of um, uh, accent. Like that, that, that South Texas twain. He got it. He mm. Talks just like him. It's it's incredible. the The show on on AMC or or FX, whoever did it, they did a fucking fantastic job. Uh, Michael Shannon plays the the ATF a, interrogator. Um, the guy that plays uh, Thibodeau is um, Macaulay Colkin's brother. What's the guy that's on on uh, Rory Culkin? Is that is it Rory Culkin? That's
0: one of his brothers.
1: It's the one that's on, on the um, the yeah. HBO show. This is an
0: interview with David Carrash.
1: No, I don't commit adultery. You telling me the truth? I am telling you the truth. Have you beaten children? No, I do not beat children. Have you spanked? Them? I have yes, I spank children. Yeah, I spank but- my children when they do wrong. My daddy, you know what he used to do to me? When I used to act up, when I had a bad report card? you imagine we got our tails wonked. Having my tail wonked I told myself as a young man, when I grow up I'm going to do it different and I do it different. He says that I spank him. <laughs> man, what a good guy. Whoa. whoa! He does it different. Yeah. I mean, he's saying he doesn't beat his kids. He's saying he got his, he, he got his ass kicked. He's like, we're not doing no. it that way.
0: Yeah, he's like we don't live by corporal punishment. Yeah. Okay. So what we do is we wait mm-hmm. until you're twelve, and then we fuck your butt. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Fairly across. They weren't the they
1: weren't children; they were teenagers. But it, it, all right. So this is this is a tough thing to say, but in Texas, when you're fourteen, if you get your parents' permission, you can you can get married to someone that's over eighteen. I'm not saying I'm I, I'm. Not saying I that's right. I'm, to me, I, I'm saying that's wrong. Yeah. But like he didn't break a law, so in his defense, that you
0: have to get your parents' permission is like calling a one eight hundred number. Yeah. No. Nineties. They,
1: they, they just show up. they Like, they're like, can I marry your kid? They're like, it's, it's fine. You can get married. They're like, I don't. And whatever. D- yeah. These kids are getting expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough. Like David Crush There's a lot of stuff. There, there's a lot of nuance to it. And it's it. A lot of it's hard to defend, and I'm not defending him having sex with teenagers because that's clearly wrong. That's fucked up. Yeah, and also that documentary saying, "Oh, that's a fucking liar," <laughs> but we don't know. But um, yeah, that's that. That's just who he is. Like the, Dave, David Koresh is a hard person to defend. But what I'm saying is, I'm against fucking killing children. And burning, killing American citizens. It's 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 a hard thing to talk about. It's it's a bad look. It's a really bad look. And the ATF was looking for more money from the federal government, and they're basically showing their dicks off. And like the year before, they had the whole thing with with Ruby Ridge, where they killed um, uh, uh, Vicky Weaver and his kid for just having that sawed off shotgun. So like it was. That same guy killed that their dog killed their dog yeah the same um, the same guy that killed them the the sniper was also there at Waco. That's why Timothy McVeigh when Timothy McVeigh was he was present you remember how they had all the cameras there at Waco He was there and was um, he was trying he would go to gun shows and he had a picture of the guy the sniper. He had a picture of him. He even had his home address and he was trying to convince people to kill him. Him. Um I don't think I don't think that's legal either. No, it's not. He was he was doxing people. Yeah. But I I think we covered that. We covered that a long time ago in the Oklahoma City bombing episode. But I, I think that's that's worth worth mentioning right now. Um but yeah. So David Koresh. Is 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 an leader of Branch Davidians, he became the leader. He he, his so everyone that's a leader of the Branch Davidians has their own um, like philosophy, whatever, or or things that specific things they believe in. David Koresh was the guy that deciphered these seven seals in the book of Revelations. These these uh, seven seals they reveal like the apocalypse, end of times. That's basically the core tenets of being a Branch Davidian is Apocalypse because mm-hmm. it's an Apocalypse cult. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> yes. It's very real to them. So in short terms, the seven seals explain how the end will come and without getting into it, it's super in-depth. Basically, what I took out of it when I read it, this was, this: uh, the seven seals involves a Messiah, uh, there is a siege on Jerusalem by Babylon and then a reset. So that, that's when when you're when you're seeing all this shit happen in Waco, when the FBI shows up and they start shooting people in there and whatever, and and you're looking like we need a leader. So like, boom, David Koresh, that's our Messiah. Yeah. And then you're being attacked. You're like, oh shit, that's Jerusalem being attacked by Babylon. Boom, there it is and then the whole then the apocalypse happens and then after that the there's a reset so that that that's basically like that's why people were like oh man this is this is really fucking happening imagine being inside the compound and this shit's all happening you're like fucking man david was right about all this stuff very interesting yeah i think i i think it's fake <laughs> you, you know th- what, what what part do you think is fake the siege on waco it like never
0: happened i mean there's nothing to indicate that, that any of that was real mm-hmm. what a video
1: oh did
0: you, did you see people die th- yeah you don't see you see a building getting uh burnt yeah i could show you a million videos of buildings burning There is, I can't, and all I have to do is be like, duh, there's a cult in there that the ATF is killing because they sent the building on fire. There we go.
1: (laughs) All done. There you go. There's only, they're only pulling out ATF members that have been shot.
0: Why why are they ATF? Because they're wearing a windbreaker that says ATF on it? Yeah. (laughs) I I could buy one of those right now, son.
1: Yeah. And then they don't let the fire department go in there. It's things on fire. They tell them to go back. They're like, oh, there's a, there's a, there's a firefight right now. Like you can't go in there. Yeah. Let them burn to a crisp. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. Like, well, hold on. Here you go. Go on Amazon right now. You know what you can buy? What's that? Get yourself a ATF hoodie. Oh, nice. $49.99. Dang, get it. that's expensive. Yeah. You can get it in different colors. Mm hmm. You know? Let's see. What do we got? Give me navy blue. Will it do it? Okay. It's not doing it, but you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, those are, nice. those are actually nice jackets. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's hot as fuck right now. It's 100 and, uh, it was 106 degrees yesterday. I worked at the Sunset Room in Austin. That's what, uh, it's also a comedy club but, uh, owned by uh, Brian Redband. But we have to work outside. It is fucking hot.
0: But So, Brian Redband mm-hmm. at the Sunset Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Made you work outside, in 160. Well, he
1: did, and he just owns it. He to make
0: food for who?
1: Some for him. Some corporate event over there that was.
0: Last like, thing he needs to do is be eating. Yeah. Food from <laughs> essentially modern-day slave labor. Yes.
1: Disgusting. So his David Koresh, all his followers, were they? They they claimed this was not a suicide cult. They believe Koresh was. This brilliant guy, and he understood the Bible better than anyone that they've ever been around. That, that's that been the whole thing about him. And, it, and and it's true. Like, he knows a lot. Smart guy. He's not stupid, even though he's Mr. Retardo, according to his uh, peers. Um, but, yeah, that, that's, this is just who he is. Very interesting guy. <laughs> Gotta do a fucking gunfight with these people. But I I'd, I love that. Yeah. Oh oh shit. How how far are we into this episode? Oh, we're pretty far actually. I don't want to lose this audio from it. Okay, we're 121 in right One, now. 121. All right. So so we're um we're we're going to cut this episode up right here because we're next week we're we're going to talk about the we're gonna talk about how the siege actually happened. And what, what fucking happened and what let I mean, w- this is basically the lead up to it. And we're going to break down the CS gas. We're going to talk about who shot the first shots, all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I, I, what I want to do is before we end this episode, I, I want to give a shout out to our Patreon members. So if you're on Let's Patreon, yeah. patreon.com forward slash con podcast. So, um, if you're a member of here, like you, you, you get access to the RSS feed. So you get all the episodes first, you get the video episodes, which are only available to you. Um, you get announcements before everyone, just, just all the stuff. And you, and you know that you are a member, you, you are someone that's investing in the show. So it's like, if you really believe in the show, like, and you're like, how can I help right here? Patreon, this is where we're at. So so to start off, let's go with our newest member, H-Bomb1144V2. Very nice. Uh, Space Cowboy, of course. We got Jake. We all know Jake. We know Jake. Uh, Melissa Black. Uh, Tyler Buck. Ben. Jen. Uh, Thomas Sims. Bo Mater, Adam Rumpf, who uh, I-, I talked to him recently. Uh, Thomas... Patrick Franzenberg, our, our resident uh, Nazi. <laughs> David Osburnson, our resident uh, Black. Mm-hmm. Buck McGee, Itamashi Chen. I, he, me and him, we talked about how we we're on the we're in the same same wavelength because we were talking about the Titanic. Who's the original resident Black? He, yeah, he is the original. Yeah, he he's actually like I think he is like our first member. Uh, Michael Terpstra, Matt Royston, Lucas Hardar, David Jones, Matt, and Matt Spears. So, thank you guys for investing in the show. Like, you, you couldn't do the show without you guys. You, it wouldn't look as beautiful as it is right now. Like, look at this. It's incredible. Incredible. Looks alright. It's only getting better. Giving a shout out to Adam over here who sets up the lights. He does a great job. He's, he's really and into David it. David Jones. David Jones. And he's in, he's in the chats right now. So, if you're you're on Rumble. I know it's hard to get into the chats. It's not like YouTube where they let everyone in there. There's I, apparently there's like something on uh, on here where you're you're not allowed to chat on on your phones or something like that. I don't, I don't know what it was. There was like some issue. But I, I mean, I'm I mean I, I can go in here. Maybe it's something with with certain phones where you can't. But I'm able to do it from my phone. Like I'm we're in the chats right here.
0: Maybe you have to have that. Maybe it only works on the app or something.
1: Maybe so. That's how so YouTube is. Download the app, all that fun stuff. And if if you guys have, uh, if you guys want to follow us, go to Instagram at con underscore man underscore podcast on Instagram. That is our that that that's probably the best way to reach me. Or go to Twitter, conmanpod one. So you can send me DMs on there, all the, all that fun stuff. Uh, YouTube, uh, it's youtube.com forward slash comment podcast. Rumble is rumble.com forward slash coming podcast. You can also find our, our food show, MK MKUltreats. I got a I got a fucking banger coming out tomorrow, um, which would be Thursday, June 29th. I'm going to put out something... For you guys to prepare for the 4th of July weekend. We got we got a 4th of July weekend coming up. I'm going to be talking about, I'm uh, going to be making a fried chicken. The best fried chicken you've ever had in your life. It's going to be a fried chicken sandwich. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the Federal Reserve. All that fun stuff. So check it out guys. Make sure to go to uh, youtube.com forward slash Treats. It's M-K-U-L-T-R-E-A-T-S. So yeah, that's where we are at. Uh, what's going on with Skeleton Factory right now?
0: Ho! On Skeleton Factory, I got a new Patreon episode, a Patreon video coming out today. Uh, it's a listener request. I am reviewing Clive Barker's Lord of Illusions from 1995. Uh, that came from listener Josh Fitzpatrick, and that's going to be only on Patreon for patrons only. That's at patreon.com forward slash Skeleton Factory. You can find me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory and on twitter at sf podcast atx for all of your indie and cult and horror movie
1: desires holler at your boy yes sir that, that that that's what's going on with the show guys um you can also find our our, our look in the show notes we got we got some cool merch we got t-shirts hats uh, um mouse pads all that fun stuff But, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. I got to take a piss. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. See ya. Bye-bye.